Greg, Bristol-Myers wants to buy out Seattle's Zymo Genetics. What's the deal? Well, on the face of it, it looks like a pretty fantastic deal. Uh, uh, Zymo shareholders are going to get $885 million, uh, which works out to $9.75 a share. And the shares were worth only about $5.5 before the deal was announced. So they're, they're almost getting a double out of this deal, and you would almost expect them to be dancing in the street. I, I sense there's a downside to this, though. Well, there might be. If you look at where the stock has traded uh, in its history, it was a it was a twelve dollar stock when it came out as an initial public offering uh, about nine years ago, eight or nine years ago. Twelve dollars. Now you're going down to nine something. Uh, you're losing oh roughly nineteen percent. If you were a buy and holder, you bought at the IPO and you came out now. But if you bought when the market was going crazy uh, four years ago. When the stock was trading at $25, if you bought anywhere near that number and held on, uh, you probably aren't real happy about this deal. Hmm. Of course, if you bought into it you know, a year or so ago, it must, must look great. It, it looks better. The numbers are better. And, and it's hard to be angry at Bristol-Myers. I mean, uh, they, they saw the high number four years ago and, and balked and just waited until we had a little bit of a depression here and and climbed in. You know, that's the way corporate America works. And, well, speaking of the way corporate America works, isn't that something that everybody who buys a, a biotech stock like this, or a pharmaceutical stock, uh, you always have to keep in the back of your mind that if it's a smaller company and it's uh, developing some new drug technology, once it you know, gets to a certain point where of success, uh, one of these huge pharmaceuticals is probably just going to gobble it up, right? And, and I guess you hope that they'll gobble it up at a, <laughs> a more advantageous price. Well, you're absolutely right. In, in, in the Seattle area, we've had many examples of that. We've had uh, uh, Amgen, uh, an out-of-state company, bought Immunex just as it its star drug Enbrel was coming to market. And uh, Eli Lilly uh, picked up uh, Icos just as uh, Ch- Cialis was hitting the drugstore. So, you know, there were two deals, two big, big deals in the last 10, 12 years uh, in the biotech area. And I think one of the major points here is that in biotech, this kind of thing happens reasonably often. You don't see it in restaurants. You don't see it in aviation. You don't see it in a large number of, of industries, but you sure see it in biotech. And something I, I think this really drives home is that, uh, you know, a lot of us, we buy stock in a company and like to think, yeah, I own a piece of that company. I own it. Well, you sort of tag along with the, the real owners of the company because, uh, you know, the, the typical individual shareholder here just doesn't really have a voice in whether the sale goes through, even if it means they're going to lose money on it. Another good point. The small shareholder, the person with 100 shares or 1,000 shares, has absolutely no say. Uh, Novo Nordisk, the company that used to own uh, Zymo, uh, still owns a, a large percentage. Uh, institutions own significant percentages. So if it comes to a vote, uh, they're going to vote for the deal, and the little guy will just have to accept what he gets. Thanks, Greg. Greg Heberlin is KPLU's financial commentator. You can download our monthly Money Matters conversations at kplu.org. I'm Dave Meyer.